We're back. Relationship by the book. And again, we have Mr. Emmy Fabian, Senor de Laguna Beach. Oh, que paso, Miguel. Ah, que paso. Bienvenido. Buenos tardes. Good to be here. Let's get into marriage. Yeah, marriage. But hold on. Oh, I want to just okay. like kind of revisit. So last week, we kind of got your story. It was piecemeal. Yeah, piecemeal. We, we didn't really finish a lot of what we started there. But, you know, it was a rough start, but but we started. We started. The key to getting ahead is getting started. Correct. So here we are. We're moving we're forward. And now we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of, of why anyone would maybe look at you as an example. Because there's not many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well played, my friend. Uh, you no, you. Um, I think you set a great example in many ways. Oh, thank but you. certainly, marriage is a place. Would you say that your marriage is one of the greatest successes in your life? I would say so. Um, and I would, I would ask the same for you. Would I, you feel like that's something I say on a regular basis? And I, tr- it, it came out organically the first time I said it. But my marriage is probably the most successful thing in my life. And you know what's interesting is you got married young and I got married a little older. You're so two so different old. <laughs> super old. <laughs> You're pretty young too, but I, okay, I'll give it to you. You're, older than the average. Yeah, I was 25 when I got married. Yeah, How old were you? 33. Okay, so almost 10 years after me. Right. Or in age difference. <clears throat> but you're able to come from the perspective of you know, yeah, I got married early, like we were, we were young, you know, and I came, I'm, I'm, you know, I got married after kind of validating the market. So a different perspective, but yet we both have learned enough um, kind of in our journeys where we can, you know, say that our marriage is one of the most successful things in our lives right now. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That is, that's an interesting point that we come from different angles. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have you and I probably both have conversations with single friends that uh, are like, well, I'm, I'm young. How do I, you know, how do I know when I found the right one? How did you do it? And then, or like the guys that are, you know, getting close to 40 and have never been married yet, you know, and are still single. And they're like, well, you know, what, how did you find the one, you know, how did you know? You know, yeah. so I mean, two two different perspectives, but kind of the same. Ultimately, the same goal is how do you know? Yeah, yeah, I was even having a conversation with someone, even you know, that had been divorced and realized that the first time they went about it, it wasn't they didn't have the right mindset, and now they're further along down the road, and it's a whole different feeling, maybe. But the approach, I don't know. Would you agree that the approach should always be the same? Yeah, and that's an interesting. Um, interesting kind of approach at now what's your next relationship because what i've learned in in conversations like that like with with friends that have been divorced is is that um you've you like learn more about what you like kind of or 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 what you should be who you should be settling down with kind of as you get more experience with you know, talking to, you know, going out on dates with girls and stuff like that. But, um, what's, what I find interesting is, is the, the learning process. Like, have you, what your friend that you talked to, did he ever say, Oh, I wish I would have made it work out with this person. Cause now I realize, you know, this many years later that she was actually a great girl, 
but I was too young and dumb to realize it or yeah, yeah not with ever, this particular friend okay. but I have had a conversation like that with with another friend yeah, so that's um, come up too yeah it's it really comes down to where your heart is and where your mind is before you even enter into the relationship right right yeah what's your intention right because right now with all the dating apps that are out you can go meet uh, almost anybody mm-hmm. anytime right but are you in a place where you want to have an intentional like a serious relationship with a lifelong partner um because i think that that's harder to find than there is you know the the oh i'm just you know i just want to go out on a date with somebody mm-hmm. You know, there's uh, on the topic of where you're at in your mind and in your heart before you start dating a person or entering into a relationship, um, something you and I both did that I think the cost benefit analysis is phenomenal is before I ever met Crystal. Well, I, I actually, I take that back. I had met her, but she was dating someone else and I had never, the thought of her and I being together had never crossed my mind. I started to pray for my future spouse. Yes. That was a huge, I think, uh, a um, a benefit to our relationship. Yeah. And I've heard the same growing up, especially from like my mom and my grandma, you know, the kind of the older generation. You got to pray for your wife. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know. And so my prayers would be like, oh, God, and, you know, I pray for my future wife. And, you know, It wasn't till so... You know that I was engaged prior to meeting Kaylee, and that didn't work out. And I think that that was a relationship for me where I felt like, you know, this was just kind of the way that, you know, you're checking off boxes and you've dated long enough now to where, well, I guess the next box to check is to get married. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, I don't, I didn't feel excited about it to where I felt like, oh, this is how marriage is supposed to be. And so after. After that ended, I was, I really started praying like, God, you know, be with my wife, you know, where she, she's at, uh, would you help her get through the day? You know, would really you, specific, really specific, like as if, like, as if I knew who she was, but I didn't, mm-hmm. but I knew God knew. So I was like, would you help her get through the day? Any struggles, any obstacles that she's going through? Would you keep her safe? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. So it was like, I was re- I was really intentional about praying for a real person. It was the first time that I did that ever in my life and um yeah and then and then i met kaylee after that yeah so with that why don't you tell me um how did you how, how did you and crystal meet because you kind of alluded to you kind of knew her before yeah yeah so crystal and i went to the same high school so and her brother's older than her he's closer to my age so just because we're in the same community we kind of knew of each other she ended up dating uh what who was a good friend of mine a long time ago and uh, we've gone uh in different directions with our lives now but long story short um i was with you mm-hmm. you know the story so um but I was there for those of you who don't know me that well <laughs> emmy and i walked into jack surf shop in corona del mar uh i think we were both looking for i wanted some board shorts I don't know. I think you, maybe you were I was too. just there for a good time. You were just there for a good time. <laughs> Anyways, Crystal was working at the shop. She um, said, hi. Oh, how are you doing? Good to see you. And I remembered right then that Crystal was a pastor's kid. 
And I hadn't thought about her in several years because we had graduated high school and gone on to do other things. And you just recently became I a Christian. I was sort of new to my faith. I was yeah. about a year into my faith yeah. or so. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're, um, you're like, you go to church and stuff, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And um, I was like, yeah, I gave my life to the Lord. And I, I really, you know, found my faith. And I told her that. And I guess that was what was attractive to her because it certainly wasn't my looks or my skills. <laughs> but um, she then handed us, then. <laughs> she handed us VIP passes to meet Kelly Slater. That's right. Your so she kind of made a gesture. Mm-hmm. And I think I got, I asked her for her phone number. Like, oh, are you going to this? Like, can we meet up? And then um, from there, we uh, we got more and more connected. And so, um, you know, we we uh, one more thing before I go to back to wherever you're going with this. But I had just started kind of spending some time with Crystal, and mm-hmm. I went to a surf contest that wasn't a big major Kelly Slater thing. It was a Calvary Chapel surf contest for like people like me that don't surf that well, and. Amy Benown's dad, now Amy Bailey, mm-hmm. was there, and I was telling Peter about how I met this girl that I like, and Robert Benown turns around and goes, have you talked to her dad? Has he given you permission to spend time with his daughter? Ooh, that's a so good one. I then went and asked Crystal's dad, are you okay with me dating your daughter? Who's Eric Hurd. Eric Hurd, relationship by the book master. Mastermind, yes. <laughs> Mastermind. <laughs> so yeah, we had a really like intentional authentic start that was like grounded in hey we have a like-minded faith which i i mean that was good for us maybe that's not everybody but it was important to us and um and then i showed respect by asking her dad permission and um one thing led to another we now are married with children and living our lives (laughs) yeah and how old were you when you met her again how old were you then let's see I was 21, 22. You're still wet behind the ears. Yeah. Young pup. Young pup. Um, So then you guys, obviously, Eric gave you his blessing. He said, not only can you date my daughter, but... (laughs) You can marry her. You can marry her. Bold. (laughs) Um, So then you, you know, you started dating or courting, however you want to say it. So... When is it that you knew that she was the one? Where in that process? Okay, this is because you dated for a while. You dated for a while because you're young. Yeah, you know what's funny? Within a few weeks of dating Crystal, I knew I liked her a lot because I went and asked her dad permission because I like I want to do this right. Hmm. This girl's worth it to me. I remember driving home from hanging out with her one night, and she she was in like this really kind of high energy mood. And it was like really, she was acting kind of silly and funny. And I remember for the first time I was like, oh, she could almost be annoying sometimes. Like, <laughs> sorry, babe. But the truth is, I remember leaving, driving home. Oh my and I, I remember like praying to God as I was driving, like, you know, that girl, even as silly as she can be, like, I think I could put up with anything. Hmm. No matter what she could throw at me, I think I'd still stay committed to this girl. Hmm. So I think I knew pretty early on. And then I, I went on further to call my friend that had dated her previously. And I said, hey, I told Crystal, I said, I know you dated this yeah. friend of mine. Yeah. And um, his name's Gordon. It doesn't matter. But um, I called Gordon up because I told Crystal, like, hey, if we're going to keep dating, my intentions are to date with the idea of being married someday. Yeah. Like, I don't want to just have fun 
if as much fun as this is, let's like, I'm intentional. Are you? And she said, yeah. I said, okay, well I better call Gordon. And, um, so I called him up and I said, Hey, I know you and Chris will have some history. I've been kind of hanging out with her. Are you okay with this? And, um, that was actually a little bit complicated, but it, it all worked out. So Crystal mm. and I went on to date for three years before we got married. Yeah. And, you know, I had a buddy who's getting ready, you know, to propose to a girl. He, you know, he's kind of older in age as well. And yeah, having to deal with, well, you know, some sometimes they have an ex that either is in the picture, was, it's kind of recent breakup. And so... How you navigate that uh, also is, you know, you could go one of two ways, depending on their behavior, is do you handle it in a respectful way where you're like, hey, you know, we're dating, we're kind of pursuing something serious, or if they're nasty, like it kind of can get aggressive. So that's another topic for another time. Yeah. Um, what about you? How did okay. you How did you meet Kaylee and how did you know? So... Um, again, I, you know, I was already in my thirties and so I'd already throughout my twenties, you know, kind of dated around, I mentioned before, you know, I was, I was engaged. And so it was always, for me, I, I always came to, for, to a place where when I met a girl, it was like, Oh, you know, she's super attractive. Um, let me see where this goes. And so then you'd go into the, you know, to dating to, you know, Figure out the red flags is what really date, the dating is. Um, Let me with, interview you and vet oh, you exactly. out. <laughs> uh, and we can get into into that in a little bit later. But so um, I, I knew what I was looking for. I just hadn't found it yet. And so when I met uh, Kaylee through a mutual friend, um, we had, this is, so I, I, I did the dating app thing for two weeks. I said, let me try this out for two weeks. Terrible. And we can kind of touch into why I feel bad for people that are using, you know, dating apps today. But to finish the question is, um, I knew what was out there. I knew what I wanted and it was hard to find like, you know, what it was that I was looking for that was important to me. So when you say what you wanted, you kind of had a mental picture of her, characteristics exactly not, not so much physical but yeah well you know the physical is kind of part of it yeah the way that i look at the physical is like it's a bachelor's degree right it gets you the interview <laughs> okay the physical the physical part like okay gets my interest but then what keeps the job is you know the personality and the the character right yeah Values. so Right, the values. And so, um, you know, in a, in a buddy of mine, a couple of buddies of mine from Seattle, you know, especially after my engagement uh, ended, um, I told them about Kaylee when I met Kaylee. And they're like, what's different about Kaylee? And I'm like, what does that mean? And they're like, well, you look at all the girls that you've dated and your exes and it's all copy paste, copy paste, <laughs> you know, just a different name. And I'm like, God, like you're spot on. Kaylee was the only person that was different. And so when I met Kaylee for the first time, not only was I blown away because she was beautiful, but um, she loved the Lord. That was an important thing for her as well. Um, and it was the first time in my life, you know, 
throughout my 20s and a couple of years into my 30s, where after my first date with this girl, like after I dropped her off, I went home. I was like, I'm going to marry this girl. I never thought like that before. Mm-hmm. After first date to see, be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to marry her. Like it was so clear to me. And I've always heard people say, oh yeah, I knew it right away. You know, it was love at first sight and blah, blah, blah. And when you get to your 30s, you're like, okay, that's like fairy, fairy tale. tale. Yeah, TV. That's TV. That doesn't <clears throat> exist. But um, it did. It did for me at that time. Not saying that it's going to for everybody, but it did for me. And it further, you know, validated that um, that uh, this was the one. And uh, the cherry on top was after... So I, I posted a picture um, on my social media probably a couple months into dating her and the childhood buddy of mine who gave me some great advice, uh, a childhood buddy's dad. He, uh, rule number one when dating a girl, he said, never date a girl that can kick your butt. Okay. Deal. No, I'm not going to ever date an MMA girl. Uh, and then number sorry, MMA girls, <laughs> he's taken. And then number two, um, uh, he, so he, he posted a comment on my social media that it's like, Whoa, she's out of your league. And I go, is that a good thing? He's like, you marry out of your league. Mm. And so I've always thought Kaylee was out of my league. And I think that that was a healthy, for me, that's healthy because, um, it, further makes me appreciate the fact that she also, you know, chose me. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's kind of how we, we started, how we met. That's cool. Um, so with that though, so, you know, I got married later. I was engaged before you got married young. Um, what do you think? We, we've ha- I've had this conversation. I'm sure you've had this conversation with people. Do you think that God has one person like purposed for you to get married to or is it like kind of open you choose Hmm. have you ever had that conversation or thought about that yeah i have like is there one person out there that's a tough one because now that i've been with crystal almost 13 years married almost 10 i can't imagine god had anyone else in store for me Mm -hmm. but i also remember that when i went into the my relationship with crystal i was ready to love somebody i And to touch on your point about the physical attraction thing, I no doubt Crystal was beautiful at first sight. I thought she was a hottie. She was out of your league. I you know, growing up, my mom had dark features, so I kind of always growing up pictured I don't know someone that kind of resembled our family in some way. Tall, dark, and handsome. Tall, dark, and handsome, right? (laughs) Um, To be who I'd be with, brown hair, you know. Darker tan skin, skin, tan skin, yeah. you know. And but I remember praying for my wife before I ever was with Crystal, and I even I think said out loud, I can just picture a girl with blonde hair and blue eyes. And mm. I ended up with Crystal who has blonde hair and blue eyes. So mm. it was like this change in me that led. I don't know that now I'm with Crystal. I don't know how that ended up, but um, I had learned from a pastor friend of mine before I was with Crystal that love is a choice and you choose to love someone. And then when you honor the decision you made, if you, as long as you made that decision with God in mind, God can walk you through any choice you make. If, if it's God honoring, 
And so I don't know. What yeah, do no, say? no, I, I would agree with that. I think that, um, you know, any young listener out there who is battling with that thought, right? Is there one person? Um, I feel because I was there and I thought about that and I wrestled with the, that, the idea. And um, there's a lot of pressure, though, that comes with that. Right. There's a lot of weight. Like, am I making the right choice? Is this the right, you know? And so I think I've kind of evolved to more of, I believe that God knows who we're going to get married to. But if you bring God into the relationship, like you just said, um, I think that that's really all that he wants from us is to be involved in that process. Um, And he will bless that and honor that because... For the longest time, I was terrified of the idea of marriage uh, because I was like, I'm not sure. what is she the one? Is she not the one? Um, Also, I was terrified because I had buddies that scared me. They got married young that was like, were like, hey, just take your time with this. You know, your life will be different. Your life will be over. Um, Which I should probably note that that's, one of the pieces of advice that I tell people that are dating or like looking for a serious relationship is surround yourself with people that think marriage is awesome. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself I with people. Yeah. Conversation from surround before. yourself with people that, that love their wives, love their husbands, because, um, you want to be, if that's, if that's the kind of relationship that you want, that's the type of people that you want in your life, right? Birds of a feather flock together. And so hang out with those people. Isn't it great when you hang out with a buddy and you're like, dude, she's so out of your league. And then his wife is like, oh, I just love him so much. You're like, yeah, I'm so happy for these two. Yeah. How is this possible? I know. <laughs> I love when that happens. It's the best. Um, <laughs> so, so I would say, yeah, you know, hang out with people that, that have a healthy marriage and love their spouses and, and, don't not not hang out but like have those people influence your life i think it's also important that you have single people in your life to remind you of how terrible it is to be dating right now with all these apps i think one of the problems with the apps is that you're just you're never satisfied Hmm. with what's in front of you you know to to bring back what we discussed earlier like Oh, you know, so and so that I dated that I met on the app, you know, a couple months ago was so great. I was just so distracted with my swiping right, wondering what else is out there. Like that opportunity is gone. Mm. And I think that that's probably one of the biggest problems with people dating right now is that they're just not satisfied with what's in front of them because they're always looking, well, what's what's next? What else is out there? Um, so, so yeah. Uh, I would say, you know, hang out with people that have great marriages that you want to hang out with. Hang, you know, have a single friend around to remind you of how terrible, when you do get married or mm-hmm. you do have somebody that's great in your life, you know, have that single friend in your life to remind you of how terrible it is to be dating um, in today's world. But um, to come back to that, that to kind of conclude that question is, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think that, that as long as you put God first... In the, or include God in that decision process, I think he will bless that and all of that marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that you're married, okay, you've got, how long have you been married for? Almost 10 years. Almost 10 years. This will be 10 years this year. Okay, so hold on, let's calculate this. Here's, an, here's another point that I wanted to make because these, like Eric, how long's Eric? 
40 plus 40 and how old was he when he got married yeah same ages as us there crystal was 21 when i married crystal debbie was 21 when she married eric i think eric might be a year or two older than debbie okay so think about that for a sec they have been their entire life because what is how old is eric like 152 no yeah you're right it's 152 so eric has whatever say he's 59 no he's he's older than that he'll appreciate that okay so let's say he's 60 both my kids were born on their grandparents 60th birthday okay so they're so sage is turning six you do the math so (laughs) so here we go they've been married now for longer than they've been single yeah. Right? Twice as long now. Twice as long. You got married at 24. You're at 10. You're halfway there. Half of that, your life, you were married. Yeah, it's getting to the point where my life married and with Crystal is more familiar than it ever was before. Right. All that to say is you do not want to rush or compromise this decision. This decision. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that's very important because I got buddies that are in their mid to late 30s that are still single and... and like, oh, should I compromise? I'm like, you're still going to be married, say, 40 years. If that's your goal, you want to be married for 40 years, Mo- the majority of your life you're going to be with this one person. I wouldn't rush it. Mm. I would put it before God still and pray, and God will be patient. God will reveal that person to you. But you've been married now. But for compromise time. on what? Because some guys need to compromise well, on the physical part. Yeah, no, it's more everyone's different right like for me i needed a every everybody's got a list you know one of the bullet point you know you know me majority of my 20s i was like oh i'm only gonna date romanian girls because my parents want me to date a romanian girl then like i look at my parents dynamics with their in-laws that are romanian and um they don't hang out all the time and and that's what i thought i thought that they just wanted me to marry romanian so that the parents can hang out and get along i'm like you have two sets of in-laws that are romanian you guys barely hang out i'm putting too much weight into that portion of portion that metric metric, right yeah and so so to every everybody's is different right so do kind of a self-analysis of all right, where, what am I really weighing? Well, you should have like a priority list. The most important thing to me is this, and right. next is this. And if, right. you, if you can fill out your top few things, the rest can become a choice, right? Yeah, and I think character is something that you shouldn't compromise on. And that's where I, because look, physic, physical, I mean, you've had kids now. Kaylee, you know, we've had a kid. The physical aspects, and as you get older, like they change. That'll, you know, so that's something that, like I said, gets you the through the front door, like it get, perks your interest, but you don't compromise on the character, right? She loves the Lord, check, um, like really loves the Lord. It's not like a one foot in, one foot out thing. That was important to me because yeah, me there's a ton of the one foot in, one foot outs. Loves the Lord. That was important for me. Um, and then certain characteristics, like how, what's her family dynamic like? Is that kind of in line with my family dynamic. Well, and yes. do you want the same things? Do you want yeah, to have you kids want to, someday? Yeah. Do you want to, you know. So those things like are important, but like, you know, the, some of the, I think, I think for guys, they put too much weight in the whole physical aspect of it. I'm like, look, do you like her face? Is her face beautiful? Because that's what you wake up to look at every morning, mm-hmm. right? Everything else is going to change. So don't, I, I, I started not putting as much weight into those buckets. 
But um, uh, I think I answered your question. I think my question then to you, the follow-up question was, now that you, I mean, you've been married for 10 years. And you, you said that, hey, this is the most successful thing in my life. Mm-hmm. What are some of the practices? What are some good practices that you've learned to keep a healthy marriage? Mm, that's a good question. Because honestly, I'm just faking it. But, <laughs> no. Um, Chris, I mean, pretend no, I'm, I, I say I'm, say I'm a single guy, right? And I'm like, Mikey, you know, you know, you, you and Crystal look like you're doing great. Like, what would you tell me? Mm, good question. So I want to start by going backwards a little bit because I didn't really get to finish what I was saying. When Crystal was definitely caught my attention with her physical look when I first saw her. But in all honesty, I am more attracted to her every year that goes by. Mm. The older she gets, the more beautiful she looks to me. Mm. And um, I wasn't really as concerned about the physical part. Real quick, she probably can't say the same thing about True. (laughs) For sure. Every year I go up in pant size. I get a little shorter. Uh, A little hairier. (laughs) A little hairier every year. And... um, you know, uh, if I didn't have a boat, she'd probably leave. But thank God I have a boat. It's it's only eighteen feet, but it floats. It's uh, small, but it's fierce. <laughs> correct, that's me. Uh, so, I, um, Crystal, and I quickly became great friends, and that's you know our dating was truly the development of a of an amazing, the best friendship in my life. Like we were so committed to each other so quickly on on all the things that we were doing, you know, we quickly got involved in serving at church together. Hmm. That was huge to do, to volunteer alongside each other, not doing this to get paid. We're not doing this to do anything, but see these young kids that we were helping out like thrive. And, and, you know, it was fun for us too, because there was a lot of other friends showing up to volunteer as well. So we didn't just show up for those high school kids that we, it was also for ourselves to go be social, but, it was selfless. Like, if I thought about not going, it was the kids that are showing up expecting me to be there that mm. got me there. And Crystal was the same way. So we served alongside each other. We were both working in the surf industry at the time. So, like, I was really trying to build a career going to Quicksilver. She was at Jack's. Like, that was, like, we were career-minded together. We started to talk about things that we wanted in life. Like, I kept telling her, like, I really want to go live in Mexico or Hawaii. And she was like... I really, cause like you also want to, we knew we both wanted family. Like we wanted to have kids someday, whether we were married to each other or someone else, we knew we both wanted to be parents and, um, to go live in some other crazy exotic place. Like how do you, what about grandparents and all that? So she kind of helped me see what I really wanted, which I knew I wanted to be a dad. I have such a tremendous respect for my parents. They loved me unconditionally. And so that sparked a, a desire to be a parent. Um, but what Crystal and I developed in our dating was a friendship. Mm. And to this day, I would say Crystal's truly my best friend. And she, you know, she's my partner in life, whether it's my faith, my business, my family, my fun, you know, if I'm going some cool place, like I typically want to do it with her. Sometimes I get away with the buddies mm-hmm. and do a guy's trip. But for the most part, like we're going on a camping trip this month and Crystal and I have been talking about it every day. Oh, we should cook this or we should do this activity while we're there or whatever it is. Um, so my advice is marry your best friend. Mm-hmm. 
that's like, I think everything for us kind of falls in line from there. We also, we go out of our way to pray together and read the Bible together as well. Yeah. I think that that's something that Kaylee and I, while we're dating and we, I know it's probably on me to, to do more of this, but when we're dating every night, you know, we'd be on the phone, you know, talking, how's your day? You know, if we didn't see each other that day and every night we would pray together on the phone before, you know, going to bed. Uh, and that's how we'd round, round, you know, round off the day. Uh, so I, yeah, I think that's super crucial, um, and very important and God honors that loves that. Um, so you mentioned the friendship dynamic, uh, Eric has mentioned this. So Kaylee and I did premarital, uh, with Eric, Eric married us. I feel like a lot of what we apply in our marriage is, you know, stuff that we learned from Eric. We're appreciative of that. Um, Eric says, um, all the time, he's like, you know, a woman really wants to feel loved in a relationship. A man needs to feel respected. And that's how he feels love in a relationship. Um, one of the things that we had done, you know, when you're f- best friends with somebody, you tend to, you know, talk nicely to them. One of the things that Kaylee and I have, have never done is call each other names, especially mm-hmm. in the heat of an argument. Yep. We, which comes way. up, right? Like people, d- and I've got buddies that would tell me like, yeah, we got in a fight last night and she called me a this and that and I called her th- and I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. No name calling in our house either. Yeah. And we haven't I, even had it, to really talk about it. It's just something we both know. Yeah. I think right right when Kaylee and I were dating, and, and for those that are listening that are married and have kind of crossed into that, there's, you know, there's still coming back and correcting it. You could address it and say, hey, let's not do this anymore moving forward. But like for me and Kaylee early on, I think for you guys too, it's like, hey, that's, that's a no fly zone. You know, like what's the point? We're adults. If what, what I've learned is that, and, and you too, like in our marriage, we vowed never to hurt our wives. We're always going to look out for the best interest. And do they get hurt? Yes, but we don't intentionally hurt them. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime there's an argument, it's really what I say is, is, is it's one of two things. One, there's an expectation that wasn't met. That maybe the expectation, like you didn't know that there was an expectation there. Mm. So the other person's like, oh, there's an expectation that wasn't met. Or two is that um, there's some miscommunication. There's a disconnect there somewhere. So we try to focus that, uh, like our discussion around what did you understand? What did I understand? This is what I understood. This is like, let's figure out where the disconnection was. We don't need to go like name calling each other. And I think that's how friends, like friendships work. It's different with guys. I think, you know, we were roommates and we had a bunch of dudes in a room, you know, in an apartment. And like the way that you discuss with a guy is different than how you discuss issues with a girl. Like, you know, I could just come up to you and say, you know, dude, your laundry's all over the couch. Or why aren't you cleaning? The, like the dishes is a mess. Like, dude, cl- go clean up your mess. Mm. You can't come. Why'd out. you eat my rocky road? <laughs> <laughs> you can't come out direct like that with a woman. They're a, you know a, a delicate vessel, so you have to kind of dance around. You have to use more words. Yeah, is kind of what I've. Well, but you do it in a respectful and loving way loving because way. 
because she needs to feel loved and you need to feel respected. And that's really a huge piece in, uh, in marriages. Um, that's what I've learned from Eric. I think that's what you learned from Eric as well. And I think that there's a lot of marriages out there or even relationships that are dating that have already lost that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and, and they go hand in hand, right? Like you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't show my wife love if I don't feel like I'm being respected. She can't respect me if she doesn't feel like she's getting loved. Right. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's a, I, I think that that's an important piece that a lot of people it's, maybe It's huge. And overlook. it's really, it's so simple because so many actions and words can fall into the category of love and under the category of respect. Right. Mm-hmm. But as long as they fall in line, it's really that simple. Because as a man, I'm built up and I'm energized. Like I always tell Crystal, when when I get up in the morning and I'm you know getting ready to go do some business, or even if I'm getting ready to go on my mountain bike or do something fun, but typically in the business setting, like you know our routine, if I'm leaving the house and the house is really nicely organized and clean, and I go to make my coffee, everything's right there ready to go because she she does that stuff in our house. I told her I, I feel invincible. I walk out the door feeling so energized then on the mornings i wake up and i'm like oh my gosh like there's all these dishes in the way i can't even make my coffee and i walk out the door like kind of like stumbling and because she knows i'm not gonna do that stuff because i'm a lazy bum but (laughs) she um she has shown me so much respect through acts of service in our house and i feel invincible when i do that and I, she's kind of shared this with me the same, like if she has a day where she just doesn't live to her standards, you know, maybe she makes a mistake or says something she didn't mean to say or whatever. And I just love her no matter what Mm -hmm. she feels so secure and so at peace and she can be completely who she wants to be if she feels loved, you know, energized and invincible on her side. So I mean, those are just silly little pictures of it, yeah. but for us, it's the truth, and it's and that goes into every area of our life. When she respects me, I can stand up taller, and I can face any situation as a, as the father and husband in our family. And when I love her, no matter what, you know, no matter what happens, you know, you didn't get your makeup on today. I still want to make out with you, babe, and um, <laughs> I don't even hardly notice, to be honest, because yeah. I truly love my wife that much, and. The thing is, then she feels invincible. Mm-hmm. Invincible. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's a powerful tool. Isn't it great how they go hand in hand? They do. So, um, do you know what Crystal's like love languages are? So, for the those listeners, like, yeah, we've never done the book or anything, language. but I think there's we like know. five of them. But you, you yeah. Know. What about you guys? You guys use those? Yeah, we've we've discussed them and and we learned them. Um, you know, ours is different. Like she really, her love language is touch. Like she loves it when I like put my arm around her or give her a kiss or hold her hand. Mine's like the acts of service. Like if you help, like taking something off my plate, like I really appreciate stuff like that. So I I think what, what I've learned most people, what I've learned I did, I do. And some of my buddies do is that they assume 
what their love language is, is the, the other person's love language. So if my love language is acts of service, I try to do acts of service for Kaylee oh, yeah. when it's like a miss. Yeah. Then. And she's like, well, I don't, you know, you know, at the end of the week, if I did all these things for her to like that, I think all oh, these like, are, I don't helpful. care that you did the laundry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's always laundry. You didn't hold my hand when we crossed it. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you know, in that, I think in a relationship could like, you're on, two different wave wavelengths really and and you're missing the mark so i think making a cognizant effort to connect to that person go out of your way to make an effort to connect to that person in their love language is huge and as a you know being in a loving relationship i think i alluded to this last week like you you're gonna want to do those Mm -hmm. things because you love this person right and your intentions are always to serve that person. How could I best serve you? Um, Let me touch on that because there's there's just something that Crystal and I do. We we encourage each other in this. I know we need to wrap it up pretty quick here, but um, we hold on to the curiosity, right? Mm-hmm. I'm always studying Crystal's facial expressions, her even her schedule, what she's doing, and staying curious because if I see her make a funny face or something i ask oh what's up what's going on Mm -hmm. and like holding on to that curiosity and like always pursuing that study of who she is and what she's doing with her life because she's so important to me right yeah um it really comes naturally when i'm just like you know feeling in love with her but sometimes i have to actually intentionally look for it and it produces it's it's good it produces fruit that's big coming from somebody that's been married for 10 years to still have that curiosity because, um, you know, people change and evolve, mm-hmm. you know? Um, what's funny is your sister told me back when I was still single and dating, he's like, she was like, you know, girls change. Yeah, Heidi told me that too. You know, and she's like, we go through seasons. She's like, look at me. Look at how many different seasons I've been through. And I was into fitness and I was into boating and I was into blah, blah. And she was like, she's like, if you don't like a certain season that your girlfriend or your wife's in, just wait it out. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> He's gonna, and I think that with that approach of like, you know, c- come at it with curiosity, like constantly be investing and in learning about your wife. Like you'll go through those, the journeys and the seasons with her. Um, and, um, but you're connected still throughout the the process. And, you know, if you're in a season right now where you're like, oh my gosh, you know, my wife's been a little more challenging now than she has. Or we're not seeing eye to eye on this. She wants to get into throw blankets, you know, Kaylee's all in finding new throw blankets. I'm like, okay, just wait it out. She, she's going to move on to something. I'm I'm married to the plant lady these days. (laughs) Crystal, you know. Oh, Crystal has a fascinating, a newfound passion in indoor plants. I think we have like, I think about 30 indoor plants now in wow. our house. It's green in every room, which is actually beautiful. It's she, we laugh about it cause she's borderline like gone too far, <laughs> but, um, she's doing a good job keeping it clean. It's just funny, but that's a new season. That's yeah. something that we, she didn't do previously. So they do change. Um, so in relationships and choosing the right partner, it all comes down to sponge <laughs> sponge <laughs> you nailed it last time i was laughing okay it all comes down to well i think what it comes down to is um it's really an inward reflection of yourself 
Um, and in understanding what the important things are, and I think that that a relationship with God is probably the, should be the top of everybody's list. Mm-hmm. If that's like, if you are honestly looking for to be equally yoked with somebody, um, you know, if you're a Christian, only date Christians. Like, don't make it more difficult for yourself. Hmm. Date somebody that's like-minded because when you go through challenges, when you go through parenting, when you go through growing up, at least you have the same common standards, mm-hmm. morals, right? You're on the same page. You're not like, you know, I I don't know how I don't know how the other people do it. You know, if an atheist was married to a Christian, I don't know how you kind of resolve conflicts and stuff like that because one person, well, I pray to God. When I go through trials and tribulations, I go to God and I pray, and I kind of feel this weight lifted when I pray. I don't know how the other person does it, so I I kind of align myself with, you know, being uh, marrying somebody that knows the Lord and loves the Lord. That's that's number one priority. So um, really find out what it is that's important to you. Don't rush. Don't compromise unless it's like the dumb little things that really don't play much of a factor in the end. And um, yeah, I love what you said. Be their best friend. Mm-hmm. Love on them. Respect them. Apply those things. Um, don't beat them down. Lift them up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we live in a world where there's way too many options with these dating apps. You know, too many options, I think, is a bad thing. You ever go to Baskin Robbins 31? I was going to say, like, if you go to Handel's ice cream, whatever <laughs> I order, I see? always wish I ordered something else. No matter what I order. Too many options is a bad thing. <laughs> Just give me three, you know. I'll Chocolate, vanilla, or swirl. Sometimes well, I'll do the swirl. Peanut butter. <laughs> Throw Come some on. peanut butter on it. <laughs> Four options. Too many options is a bad thing, I think. Get off, you know, I, we have friends that have actually gotten married, you know, off dating apps. And yeah. I think that it's, if you approach it with the mentality like, hey, I want to find somebody serious long-term, long term, long run. If they don't check the boxes, pick the ones that do. Yeah. Then swipe right on the next one. <laughs> I've never, thank God, you know, I had a terrible, I was never good at dating. I was nervous. I never had the confidence to ask girls well, out. But you, I've always, I went What did I tell you when you asked me? So Mikey yeah. comes up to me after, after he, he met Crystal. He's like, I just don't know what to, to tell her. I don't know what to say. What was my piece of advice? Talk to her like you talk to me. <laughs> That's right? right. Mikey would always, so Mikey and I were snowboard instructors up at Big Bear. And he would, you know, every morning we'd wake up and he's like, what do you want for breakfast? Pumpkin. <laughs> I'll take pancakes. Uh, anyways, just being silly. Uh, I think is huge because yeah. girls love to let laugh. your guard down. Yeah, be silly. Don't try to be macho, man. You know, be silly. Girls love to laugh. Um, and uh, yeah, look at that. Look at that. Michael's got a ten-year relation, more than ten years. It's all because of you. All because I told you to be silly. Yeah. No. Um, so what, what is? I mean, t- I'll pass it back to you. What is your big takeaway? Yeah, my big takeaway is um, what's important. Making, knowing what you're looking for is a hard thing to do personally, but knowing what you're looking for when you go to dating into a relationship should weed out a lot of the options because there's only so many people that are going to check your important boxes. So I think look in the mirror, figure out what's really important to you. And then, um, you know, don't go into a relationship with someone that you can't 
partner with in everything. Mm. Because like Crystal is my best friend. She's my partner. She's my wife. She's the co-parent. She's every part of my life. She's my partner. So you want to be able to do everything together. And um, it takes faith too. Because I remember being a little unsure. Oh yeah. Big and, time. and so then if God gives you a nudge towards it, trust him in it. Even if it's, you know, you have, if you have doubts, uh, you know, God will honor your faith. And that, so that's a hard thing to discern, but it's worked for me. And yeah, I, I, I think the dating process, um, is, is you weeding out the risks, right? Trying to identify as many red flags as you can. And then once you're like, okay, like I, I've kind of, you know, I, I kind of know who this person is. Um, and you still are excited about it then, you know, like you can move forward. I wasn't excited about the previous relationship. I was terrified thinking about the wedding date. When I proposed to Kaylee, when I got the ring, I couldn't wait to ask her. When Mm. I proposed to Kaylee, I couldn't wait for the wedding. The wedding date couldn't come fast enough. That was a confirmation for me that I'm on the right track. Yeah, excitement. Yeah, it's been great. It should feel good. Yeah, it should feel good. It shouldn't, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, um, so stoked that you got to be a part of this. Next week we'll have Eric back, but thank you. Yeah, um, sorry if uh, the banter was um, not as good and up to par to all of Eric's you know, listeners. Eric's far more educated. He's a pastor and, uh, for 40 years, if, if you guys haven't heard. Uh, and I'm sure that you guys are excited to have him come back. But thank you for having me. This has been fun. I think I've enjoyed this, uh, doing this with you. And uh, this topic for sure is something that, you know, we could talk about for a long, long time. And so to, to kind of do it in 30 minutes. We're, well, you know, it looks like we're at uh, close to an hour here. So no, hopefully y'all are um, <laughs> still listening. Yeah. And uh, we will wow. see you next week with Eric Hurd. Thanks. Laters.